Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya This morning we are reading from Sri Krishna Lila Stava, verse number 11. Sri Krishna Lila Stava is from written by Srila Sanatan Goswami and it consists of 108 obeisances in the form of praises, prayer, prayers to Krishna describing his pastimes, summarizing his pastimes in four hundred and how many? Four hundred and thirty-two verses. And we're doing a bit of uh, Sanskrit grammar as part of the exercise. Shankapadma Gada Chakra Shankapadma Gada Chakra Shishadi Parshado Pasya Shishadi Parshado Pasya Shishadi Parshado Pasya Shishadi Parshado Srimad Garuda Bahana Srimad Garuda Bahana Sankha Padma Gada Chakra Sankha Padma Gada Chakra Vila Satchi 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, this time we have in the first two lines one samasa, one compound. It's uh, it's just one samasa, not two. Adugam long, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and. Uh, well, okay, let's look at the words first. And we start at the end of a, of a samasa to translate. So we start with puja. <laughs> Are you going to translate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Arms? Arms, yes, very good. Uh, Rank, And Chatur, how many arms? <laughs> Ile Renke. <laughs> Ile Ronk. Ile Tak. Okay. What's this next word? Tree. Does that look like anything familiar? Does it remind you of anything? Perhaps a similar word? Shri. Shri, 
Yes. So... So then the question could be, why is it Shri instead of Shri? And uh, the answer comes by looking at the next word, vilasat, which ends not with T in this case, but with C. Te, vilasat. Um, so the word is vilasat, but it becomes vilasat. Um, and why is that? Because of Sandy rule. And in that case, Shri changes from sh to ch. And why is that? Because it's easier to pronounce. It's hard to pronounce vilasat shri. You have to make a whole jump in the mouth. It's easier to say vilasat shri. Vilasat shri. <laughs> Uh, so, what does Shri mean? Hmm? Beauty. Can mean beauty. What else can it mean? <laughs> Shri means Srimati Radharani. <laughs> Lots of things actually we could look it up later. But uh, here it's translated as divine. Yeah. And Vilasat, any ideas what that could mean? Mm, no, no. That would be Vilasa, the long A. It doesn't say where this is rooted from. Um, so Vilasa here translated resplendent. Splendid means shining, or um, William says, flashing, shining, or glittering. Mm. 
Okay, and then we have easy ones. Chakra, Gada, Padma, Shankha. Chakra means... Chakra. Chakra. <laughs> Gada means... Yeah. And Padma means... And Shankha means... Okay. Right, so... Um, and the whole altogether, uh, the the ending of the last word bhuja is short a. Uh, what does that indicate grammatically? Okay. Male and what? What else? Maybe like usually vocative. Very good. Yes. Uh, so. Practically all the verses, not all completely, but almost all of the verses are in the vocative. Vocha. Okay, so what does it mean to address an arm? O arm. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> My dear arm. So this suggests that we think about the whole samasa as a particular f- type. And the type we've already discussed the last days called bahurihi, uh, which literally means much rice. And it means one who possesses much rice. Także to jest taka szczególna forma połączenia samasa. Nazywa się bachowrichi i polega na posiadaniu. Jest taki przykład, że ktoś posiada dużo ryżu. Um, so similarly, this is about someone possessing something, namely someone possessing at least one arm and probably more than one arm. Także w wypadku czytamy to, że ktoś posiada coś, w tym wypadku ramię, a w tym wypadku prawdopodobnie więcej niż jedną ramię. And of course, it's Chaturbhuja, so you who have four arms. And now it gets um, a little more complicated because there's not two, not three, not four, 
not five, not six, not seven. There are eight to eight members to this samasa. I tutaj mamy troszeczkę bardziej skomplikowany przykład, ponieważ mamy tutaj osiem słów, które wchodzą w skład tej samasa do połączenia. So there can be more than one sort of relationship between these words. Czyli może być więcej niż jedno związek pomiędzy tymi słowami. Yeah. <coughs> uh, so one sort of relationship uh, is with chaturbhucha. Um, so arms. What what arms? Chatur four arms. So we can say that is a simple adjectival adjectival relationship. Widzimy tych relacji. To jest. Descriptive. Opisujące. Czyli jakie? Jakie? Jakie ramiona? Cztery. <laughs> so there's a technical term for that type of samasa, and the technical term is karma dharya. Why it's called karma dharya? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it's karma dharya. <laughs> Karma, so it's a karma daraya samasa. And then Sri Chaturbhuja. Well, that's probably also Chatur, uh, that's also probably karma daraya. Uh, what sort of forearms? Well, divine forearms. But now it gets complicated. <laughs> More complicated. Um, okay, vilasa uh, means shining and so on. Um, and we might still want to keep with uh, with karma dharma, yeah? so shining divine four arms. Także teraz analizujemy to słowo vilasa, czyli błyszczący. I to również może być to ta relacja, która była wcześniej, czyli karma dharma samasa. But then, what are we gonna do with this Shanka Chakra Padma? I mean, Shanka Padma Ch- Gada Chakra. What's gonna be the relation of those grammatically to uh, these shining divine four arms? A 
Ale wtedy co zrobimy z tą sianką padną gada czakra? Jak, jaka tutaj będzie relacja? So we can take uh, Gopi Purana Dana Prabhu's uh, suggestion to make it a relation of an instrumental relation, so with. So these uh, shining four arms, um, divine, they are shining with Shangat, Padma, Gada, and Chakra. <laughs> yeah, so this is Now, how is that expressed? Well, then we understand that the relation of these first four with the second four is one called Tat Purusha Samasa. Także tutaj zachodzi relacja pomiędzy pierwszymi czterema słowami, a drugimi czterema słowami, i to się nazywa Tat Purusha Samasa. Why is it called Tat Purusha? I don't know. <laughs> But uh, the Tat Purusha Samasa can be of different types, and in this case, it's instrumental Tat Purusha. I mogą być różne te tat porusza samasa i w tym wypadku jest to narzędnikowa. So, okay, now, but we still have four words, uh, the first four, as part of the samasa. So what's the relation between those four? I teraz możemy się zastanowić, jaka jest relacja pomiędzy tymi pierwszymi czterema słowami. Fortunately, here it gets easier. Here it's... Here it's dvanva samasa, uh, which means a samasa of two or more elements, and they're understood just with and. Um, So, Shanka and Padma and Gada and Chakra. So, that's uh, four different types of samasas within one samasa with eight elements. <laughs> um, and this is probably not the only way we could analyze it. If we were clever, we could think of other ways. Uh, so, 
Gopi Paranandanan translates, your four arms are resplendent with your conch shell, lotus, club, and disc. Uh, shining, glittering. Okay. I will bring this book with me more easy for me. Bring what book? Oh, his copy of this book, yeah. Oh, because of the translation. Uh, but then you will see everything in advance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He just wants to make it easy for himself. <laughs> First step. Twoje cztery ramiona są błyszczące z twoją kąchą, lotosem, buławą i dyskiem. Yeah, okay. We got through the first half. Now, the next line. Sześhari parshadopasya. Także także poradziliśmy sobie z pierwszą połową wersetu i teraz zaczynamy następny. So first we have to see where the words start and where they stop. Musimy zobaczyć gdzie słowa się zaczynają i gdzie kończą. And uh, so we can start again at the far end. Um, well, it looks like there's just two words, Sheshadi and Parshadopasya. Także wydaje się, że to jest dwa słowa. Sheshadi, Parsha, Dopasya. But actually there are four words. And uh, two sets of two, they're kind of merged together because of Sandhi rules. Także tutaj mamy cztery słowa po, po, po dwie grupy. I dlaczego tak jest? Ponieważ one są połączone według ról Sandhi. So, without looking at your book, um, how might you divide Parshadopasya? Jak możemy podzielić to słowo Parshadopasya? Yes, exactly. Parshada upasya. So the a and the u together become o. Parshada upasya. And sheshadi. That's easy. Sheshadi and adi. Brilliant. <laughs> As they say in, they always say in England. That's brilliant. <laughs> okay, upasya. Hmm. What could upasya mean? Well, 
we have uh, the word upasana. You know what upasana means? Ceremony? Hmm? Ceremony? Um, yeah, in a sense. More generally. Process. No, just you can say worship. Upasana. It's actually from upa, us, and so it means like approaching, has the sense, I think, of approaching. And this ending, Upasya, well, again, it's vocative. And here I'm not 100% sure, but I think the ya indicates that it's a gerundiv, which means uh, to be worshipped. <laughs> to be worshipped. Uh, but it, uh, it might, mm, it might be upasaniya, in which case this would be a gerund, which would mean worshipped or being worshipped, something like that. And then Parshada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what is what what is a Hari Parshada? Okay. Um, well, the Parshadas are dear to Hari, yes. But uh, why are they dear? Who are they? They're dear because they are associates. They are, they are attendants. They're associates. Parshada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, we're doing a bit of a Sanskrit lesson here with this verse. <clears throat> So then, uh, who are these parshadas mentioned here? We may ask. Mm-hmm. 
So the whole uh, line, again, starting from the from the right side, and remembering this is vocative, so then it would be, oh, you who are, what? You who are upasya worship worshipped by by. Well, uh, you're skipping over two words, though. <laughs> One is you're skipping Adi and Parshada. <laughs> so, what was Parshada? Not association, but associate. Or attendant. So you who are worshipped by probably more than one attendant, so attendance, which attendance? Servants, attendants. So, okay. <laughs> uh, so, you who are worshipped by attendants, which attendants? Shesha and Others. And others, yes. <laughs> Actually, Adi literally means beginning, so beginning with Shesha. So you are worshipped by your associates beginning with Shesha. So that's a kind of literal translation, but uh, Gopi Puranadana translates attendants like Shesha worship you. And then we have Srimad Garuda Vahana. What means Vahana? Vehicle? Hmm? Vehicle. 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 Yes, good. Vehicle. 
can also mean yeah, carrier, can also mean uh, can mean airplane, I think, can it? <laughs> vimana, that's a vimana, yeah, okay, vahana. Uh, okay, and so which which vahana? We might ask. Yaka. Yaka. Uh, Garuda's vahana. Not Garuda's vahana. Garuda is holding his vahana. No. No. He is. And who, uh, what's so special about Garuda? <laughs> He's Srimat, he is possessed, Munt of Sri. Uh, which he, uh, <laughs> which Gopi Purana translates as Sri Man Garuda. Now, this is uh, in what case? Vahana. Or what? The case is not right. What is the mood? Same as Buja, which was vocative. So this is vocative. So it's addressing. Is it? Is he addressing the? Is he addressing the carrier? One who is carried. <coughs> okay. Uh, yes, so. So, O you whose carrier is. Yeah, Sriman Garuda. <laughs> right. Meaning. Sorry, we are looking for another word for Nosicha. Another word for carrier. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so then what kind of samasa is this? Has something to do with rice. <laughs> 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 
związane z Rzymem. Bahuvrihi, very good. Why is it a Bahuvrihi? Because he's not addressing the Vahana. He's addressing Krishna or Vishnu who has a Vahana. Oh, you whose Vahana is Srimad Garuda. And now that we know all of the grammar of the verse, we can read the translation. Finally, your forearms are resplendent with your conch shell lotus club and disc. Attendants like Shesha worship you, and Sriman Garuda is your carrier. And then in his commentary, uh, Gopi Puranadana quotes from Bhagavatam, Canto 8, 21, 16, and 17, listing Parshadas, the principal associates of Lord Vishnu. I tutaj w znaczeniu Gopi Paradana Prabhu cytuje wersety Śmad Bhagavatam z ósmego kanta, gdzie wymienia różnych parszada naszego Pana. Do you want to know who they are? Chcecie wiedzieć, kto to jest? Nanda and Sunanda Jaya and Vijaya, Bala and Prabala, Kumuda and Kumudaksha are all associates of Lord Vishnu, and so also are Vishvaksena, Patatrirat, Patatrirat, which is Garuda, Jayanta, Shrutadeva, Pushpadanta, and Sattvata. Each of these great devotees is the head of his own gana, or congregation of servants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. 
Jai Shri Krishna Lila Stava Ki Jai Shri Sanatan Goswami Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Gopi Paranadana Prabhu Ki Jai Gaur Premanande Jai